0: hey traders david frost my strategic forecast you're here for another episode of common sense market analysis today is wednesday march 9 2022 we're looking at a daily chart of the spy or spider which is the proxy for the s p 500 what do we have on the docket today well we have a lot of things on the docket today the first thing we're going to do is address the daily chart what's jumping off the page We'll get to what those three lines are on the chart in a moment. They refer to inside the numbers and those were the important numbers for the day. We'll see if they worked later on. First, let's go back to something that we talked about a number of times, which is this reversal candle here and whether or not, that's from February 24th, and whether or not the institutional special teams defense would be sent out on the field to actually run a bona fide rescue operation. We don't know whether this is a one-day wonder or there's going to be follow-through. If there's follow-through, and we'll talk about some of the numbers, this is the special teams' defense. I know there were tons of bears out there. We talked about it last night. Tons of puts being bought. Tons of puts late afternoon yesterday being bought on that late-day decline. Speaking of which... We flip over to an hourly chart and this is the late day decline yesterday. It was actually most of the day decline. So you had a ramp up in the morning into lunch, 1.30 in the afternoon, the market tops out and it sold off the rest of the day. But essentially, if you go back to the things that were taught in the Lazy E-mini Trader course, the things I discuss every single day in these videos, inside the numbers, everywhere, what did they do yesterday? They ran down to run a test near the low, wasn't at the low, but near the low of the breakup candle developed earlier that day. It's garden variety market behavior. Now, we certainly can't say that we didn't know or we did know that they were going to gap up or down this morning. You don't know. But the point is, looking back, you say, hey, that's what they were doing. I see this over and over and over again. And there's another example. Back to the daily chart. Let's keep the big picture in mind. The trend is down. This is a counter-trend rally or counter-trend bounce in a downtrend. We just have to know where we are. No matter how many points they go up from yesterday's low, it's going to be a while before they can reverse the trend. Remember yesterday we talked about it's going to be 250 S&P handles. Before you turn around, well, if you think about from yesterday's close, they're already up well over 100. One more rally day tomorrow, and there's your 2 250 These are short squeezes. Buying begets buying. Panic buying sets in. This is the way it works over and over and over again. In fact, what happened here? Looked like the market was going into the abyss. The shorts covered. Buying begets buying. They rally. What happened here? Same routine. You can't prove it one way or the other because I don't necessarily have the hard evidence, but I've been watching this for so long. Other than the plunge protection team, what would it be? And frankly, it doesn't really matter who's doing it, what the reason is. All we care about, do we know the numbers? Let's say they keep rallying into Thursday. What would be the first upside target slash objective? It's pretty easy. It's about 432. Maybe a little higher, maybe a little lower, but it's around 432. Inside the number members will have a beat on and have a refined price earlier in the morning. They'll have several prices, but this is the night before video. It's around 232, give or take. Why is that? Well, it's pretty simple. Because ultimately, as long as they keep going and they don't fail right away, they're gonna wanna run a test of this breakdown candle high. Where's the high? 232.30. So that's what we're talking about. 231.50, 232, 232.50. Up in that neighborhood is where the target really is. If they get above that candle high, it opens the door into no man's land. There's a gap up here, there's other stuff in between, there's a moving average. There's fat round numbers. However, that's what would be happening if they begin closing even hourly above that candle high and then daily above that candle high. What's going on on the weekly chart? Forget these lines for a minute. Pretend they're not there. I don't want to take them off and then have to put them right back on. What we're looking at is, again, the special teams defense playing defense down around the lows Inside of this reversal week, just like inside of the reversal day, same routine. This is a big tail candle. Did they just run a retrace of the tail candle, and now we'll go higher? That is absolutely on the table. Let's say that is the case. This is the bull case. We're the umpire calling balls and strikes. We'll talk about the bull case, and then we'll talk about the bear case. The bull case is, there's follow-through. Forget about the back and forth intraday, one day up, one day down. Forget that for a second. But if it's the bull case and this low sticks, at least for, let's just say, a week or two, what's the target? About 441 and a quarter. I already did the math. There it is. It's a green line, 441 and a quarter. Not saying they're getting there tomorrow. What I am saying is that's an objective. It's not necessarily the stopping point. However, it would be an objective and a target. It's magnetic, and it would draw price in. doesn't have to be the high, but it would draw price in. It would be magnetic, important, and overhead resistance. There's another number higher that's also magnetic, but we're not discussing it right now. We don't even need the 441 yet. What about the bear case? What's the other side of the coin? You wake up on Thursday, they've pulled the rug out. They've opened the trap door, and we're looking into the abyss. Pullbacks are one thing. They're garden variety. We get a visit from Trick and Company. Their job is to make investors and traders look like fools as much of the time as possible. I'm not talking about the garden variety, early morning rush hour shakeout operation. We're talking about something bigger. So getting below today's low would be the bigger. Getting below today's low opens the door to fill the gap from yesterday. And if they're down there, well, they don't need to be down there for the bull case. So it's no longer the bull case. It's the bear case. And even before today's low, getting below 425 really isn't necessarily good for the bull case. Closing candles below there. 10-minute candles, 15-minute candles, half an hour candle, then an hourly candle below 425, that's not the bull case. What about inside the numbers? Now, before we go over this, and what I urge you to do is pause the video, read the notes, and go back to the chart to double-check the work, but before we move forward, you have to understand, we got somewhat of a gap and go today, so it does take away a lot of opportunity for traders. Traders need volatility, but they need the back-and-forth kind of volatility. The one-way market really doesn't cut it. There was a little bit of back-and-forth today, but it was pretty much a one-way ticket. But if you had the numbers, you could have made trades. You could have participated if you had the numbers, you knew you were right, you knew where you were wrong. If you knew where the important numbers are, you knew where they were headed, you knew where the overhead resistance was, and you knew if they got above, they would do what? You got it. They would go to the next important number. So it's hump day and another middle-of-the-night rescue operation. Will one of these stick? Well, obviously, today's stuck. The fact that they're catching a bid in the pre-market expands the early range. And so we should expect wide swings in both directions. These are the numbers. Starting down south, we've got 419, which is the gateway to no good for the bulls. Now, remember, this is printed at zero dark 30. So as they get closer to the opening bell, if they continue melting up, Some of the lower numbers that you see on the board early in the morning really don't apply at that point. Closing candles below opens the door for yesterday's lows and lower. The big time number this morning is going to be 423.75. They, the bulls, would like to recapture that spot in the pre-market and open above. This is a chart, a 15-minute chart, that includes pre-market activity. Right of the vertical is today's activity. Later, you'll see in the notes that the 423.75 became 423.80. Doesn't really matter. Look what happened. This is the opening print this morning at 4.15. 4 o'clock to 4.15. They run up to 423.80, and they stay there for a while. They fight it, they fight it, they fight it, and then you can see what happened. It was important. Now, here's a snapshot without the pre-market activity, and you can see they opened above They ran some tests, they ran a fake-out operation to try and get below, that was also a shakeout operation in order to do what? To shake out the longs that bought the market thinking it was going to just run away, they were the Johnny-come-latelys, they get shaken out real quick, they turn around, and the rest is history. But it's not that we don't see this coming, we do. We'll get to that in a few moments as we get into the notes. If they get above at any point and sustain price above on candle closes, the door will open for a test of the same number again. That was from yesterday, the day before, 426.20. Above that, we'll talk about it later. What's the next number on the board? 426.20. So they get above 423.80 and where are they going? 426.20, give or take. Stay there for a while, build some energy, eat time off the clock to do what? Get through close candles above, and work their way to the next spot. Let's scroll up, see what else we have in the notes. 9.32 above 4.23.80, the door opens for 4.26.20. We already knew that, just reiterating. 4.25.15 is in between magnetic and overhead resistance. 4.25.15. There's a tweener, 4.25.15 right here. So they ran up to that, they tried to get through, that's when they had the failure operation going on, or at least the fake failure operation. That was the shakeout, and then they turned around. Let's see what else we have. If they can get above 425.15, they'll go to 426.20. You can see the writing on the wall. That's why I'm going to scroll up. You're going to pause the video and read the notes, go back to the chart to double-check the work. You'll see this a number of times in the morning. 423.80 is really important. So... Knowing these numbers and knowing how the market's going to treat these numbers. Are they going to be able to get above? Are they going to be rejected at these numbers? What's down below? What's the next number down south? What's the next number up north? If you put these numbers on your chart and you watch them day after day after day, you'll understand that having these numbers is an opportunity waiting to happen. By the way, check this out at 1018. and. We know for double sure that 426.20 is important. Above on candle closes opens the door for another leg higher. Hard to believe, but 428.30 would be on the docket. And they make the trip up to exactly 428.30, slightly above, and that's where they found the next area of, you guessed it, overhead resistance. Know thy numbers. And we're moving along. Pause the video. Read the stuff. I've given you the big picture. There's more in here. There's learning opportunities in here. There's all kinds of stuff in here, including stocks on the move. Now, we had one of those gap-and-go situations, so it takes the opportunity away from traders looking for stocks, for example, trading into support. You don't want to try and short stocks today in a melt-up situation because everything can be getting a squeeze and you don't wanna be squeezed out trying to short the market while everything's on the rise. It's like standing at the don't pass line at the craps table while everybody's having a great time, you're waiting for them to crap out. It doesn't feel great. It's not the best trade on the board. So none of these hit their price objectives. One opened below one number, above a second, and then it took off. That one was AEM. Here's the chart, getting a haircut at the open opened slightly below the first number above the second immediately took off on a rocket ride in the other direction that's just the life of a trader it is what it is so as the day begins i start looking at my list for other opportunities that might come into a tradable opportunity found this one cf industries 8555 they came into the number they bounced right off of it gave the trade, traders pocketed the dough, and they went about their business. This is for traders that were in the live room today. This was a real-time type of situation. But there's something else that happened in the live room that I want to make mention of. Here's a picture of crude oil. Now, traders will say, hey, how come we weren't short crude oil? Well, guess what? Traders in the room, the live room, inside the numbers live, were short crude oil if they so chose with Jordan, who put together an options trade based on the volatility chart of oil. It was a pretty slick trade, and he put together what's called a credit spread. He sold a call credit spread. He explained it in the room. It's way above my pay grade, but here's the net-net. Overnight, he basically pocketed 50%. There's more to the story. There's more gains on the horizon, all that stuff. But overnight, he pocketed 50%. I'm paraphrasing some of the thing. The folks in the room know what I'm talking about. Jordan knows what I'm talking about. He knows what he's talking about. The problem is, I don't know exactly what he's talking about with this type of trade. I'm not smart enough. He is, so we put it together for the benefit of Inside the Number Live members. How you doing? There are a lot of ways to make money in the market, but you have to let the opportunities come to you When you search too hard to get into a trade, it's generally a recipe for disaster. On the volatility oil trade, he waited, waited, waited until the chart set up the way it slapped him in the face. What's going on over in Camp IWM? So what was interesting was we talked about this a number of times. They weren't in the same position as the SPY as it related to how far down they went to run a test of that February 24 low. And if you don't know this by now, the IWM is my favorite market-leading indicator, and it was showing relative strength, even in the downtrend. What we say over and over again is, it's all the same market, so if we're gonna have another day like today, everything's going to rally along with it, and if they're gonna pull the rug out and open the trapdoor, everything's gonna go down in the abyss together. Same story, Qs were in a different position than the SPY and the IWM, but they're doing the same thing. They're trying to run a test of the most recent breakdown candle high. Same routine. Special teams defense across all markets. Folks down at the transportation department, same routine. Here's the February 24 low. They were about the same place as the IWM in relative terms. Remember, this is my second favorite market-leading indicator, A number one canary in the coal mine. They weren't even testing inside that candle down to the lows from February up until the other day. Then they gave it up and they decided to join the party down there, but quickly reversed with everything else today. Still, on a relative basis, there's strength in the transports against the other markets, or as compared to but the XLF. We talk about this one all the time. If the financials are going to fall apart, it's trouble for everything across the market. But look what happened today. Unbelievable as compared to the other markets. All of a sudden, in one fell swoop, the XLF decided to get above and close above this breakdown candle high. 36.93. Closed today was 36.97. And you know what comes next? And by the way, they even filled the gap. You know what comes next? There are no accidents or coincidences. They made a conscious choice, an effort and a choice to close above that breakdown candle high. They didn't have to. They could have closed a penny below it, but they chose to close above it. That's a bullish signal. It's a puzzle piece. Put it on the table. What about Smash Mouth? They're almost in the same camp as the financials. They didn't close above, but they got pretty close today. They tried. They spiked it, but they closed below. Still not a negative. Still a good day up over 4%. For Smash Mouth, it's a relief rally. It's a dead cap bounce in all the markets. That's what happens in a downtrend. Short covering, squeeze, dead cap bounce, relief rally. They're all intertwined and synonymous with one another. Have I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you? Without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.